There's already been a 1,000 to 1 winner in the IPL. How do we make sense of the chaos? Find out on Cricket Only Better. Welcome to Cricket Only Better, episode 188. I'm Ed Hawkins, betting.betfair cricket correspondent. Tell you what, might not be a bad idea if this IPL livened up a bit. Bit of a bore fest, snore fest so far. Hey, Sam Collins, hey. What a wag you are, Edward Hawkins. The IPL has been insane and we are here to make sense of it, betting-wise. Um, wise man number one is Paul Krishnamurti of betting.betfair. Hello, Paul. Hi, Sam. Hello. Uh, wise man number two. Richard Mann of SportingLife.com. Hello, Richard Mann. Hi, Sam. Lovely stuff. Right, the crazy action continues. What will happen this week? That's the question. Do we have the answers, Hawkins? Yeah, I hope so. On this episode, we tell you what happens in Punjab v Gujarat on Thursday, KKR v Sunrisers on Friday, and the early Saturday game between RCB and DC, that's Bangalore versus Delhi. We've got team news, pitch reports, strategies, trades and players to follow. And we'll have a little bit of a roundup of what's been happening so far as well. All the usual good stuff. Plus the five point challenge, the treble klaxon and the best bets for those matches that Hawkins mentioned. So let's get on with the show. Right, let's start with some housekeeping, checking in on the bet. Bet for exchange IPL outright before we get started properly. Price is subject to change, of course, but as of now, the favourites at 5.1 are the Look Now Super Giants, 5.8, Gujarat Titans, 6.8, Rajasthan Royals, 7s Chennai Super Kings, 12s Cook Atatite Riders, and the Royal Challengers Bangalore, 18 Sunrises Hyderabad, 19 Mumbai Indians, and 32s are the winless Delhi Daredevils. Um, Richard Mann, let's come to you first on Outright Views before we take a more in-depth look. Anything that stands out for you thus far? Yeah, absolutely. I, I was keen on Wagyu San Royals at the start, and, and I'm glad we've done this section now because I, I'm doubling down on them. And I think as a trade at 6.8, they're a massive trade. I can't believe they won't finish top two and have a really good shot at the final. But three games so far, they've won two really impressively. Batting's looked really good. Bowling's looked good and varied. And then they lost one game narrowly. They nearly chased down 190-odd. Butler was injured for the part of that innings as well, so he had to bat three. Paddy Cal made a mess in the middle order. Teams are going to lose the odd game here and there in this, but overall they look really strong and, for me, the best side in the competition. Okay, lovely stuff to Paul Krishnamurti. Any value in taking a big price on Delhi there? Top trade. Um, Sunrise is Hyderabad, Mumbai Indians. Anything else catch your eye? Well, Delhi are playing today before this goes out. And I must admit, I, I do quite fancy them for that. And I do think they could come back a bit. But no, on, as far as the outright bet is concerned, I actually think the top four look really strong. And I think they will be very hard to keep out. And all four of those teams will be hard to keep out of that top four. I completely agree with Rich about Rajasthan. And I'm very happy to be on Rajasthan and um, look now because uh, I'm very confident about both of them. Just I mean, mentioned Sunrisers and Mumbai. I would say I would vastly prefer Sunrisers to progress over the season. I think Mumbai are just going to struggle because they've just got no bowlers. They're, they're abysmal, their bowling attack. Okay, okay. Hawkins, um, 
any wrong prices in there for you? Well, I mean, I think Rajasthan are the wrong price. I think they should be favourites to win the tournament. I think 6.8 is an absolute great bet. Um, I've got doubts about Look now because I think KL Royal is going to be an increasing problem for him. He's just too slow up the front there. And then when you compare that with what Royals are doing in the power play, and we'll get to that later, uh, it's a no contest for me, really. I think Royals should be favourites. Absolutely fantastic bet, as Richard said and Paul said. So a consensus on Royals. Okay, lovely stuff. Uh, any thoughts on what we've learned so far, Richard Mann? Yeah, I've got a real interesting quick look. The, I mean, Paul's itching to talk about runs, and so I'll let him do that. And we've had some big runs, but we have had actually wickets in the power play, and, and the new ball has actually swung not for long, but it's swung. And we've had what are we in fifteen or sixteen matches in so far, and I think we've had four instances where bowlers have taken two wickets in the first two in the first over, sorry, in the power play. And the quirk is that they've all been left arm swing bowlers. At, Trent Bowler's has done it twice, picked up two wickets in his first over. Ashley's done it once. David Willey's done it once. And Wayne Parnell, actually, on Monday as well, picked up two wickets on his debut. Um, so that's five instances, four bowlers. So I think left-armers in particular, but particularly pitch-up swing bowlers are making the new ball talk. And I think betting-wise, you want to be getting that on side. If you're looking to bet big runs, well, don't do it you know, before the first four overs because there might be wickets and the line's obviously going to alter as a result. Okay, lovely stuff. Um, thank you very much. Paul Krishnamurti, we talk about extremes a lot on this show. Indeed, they were even mentioned in our strategy show, Cricket Only Better, 186, was it? Um, which is still a great lesson, I should say. Um, but was Kolkata Knight Riders 1,000 to 1 win versus Gujarat even too extreme for you? Um, and talk to me about innings, runs, betting so far as well, please. Well, yes, it was too extreme for me. And if, I'm glad I'm having a good tournament because I really am sick about that game yesterday. Um, I put up Gujarat at 1.82 in my column and then I pressed up when they were even money after winning the toss and I will die on that hill. That's the wrong price for Gujarat against KKR. It's completely the wrong price. So to end up going down like that was just a hammer blow, really, and I think you've got to put it down as a freak. Um, on to the run, so, um, and very much building on what Rich said there. Mm. Now, this is the this is a, a great learn for me over the last couple of years because it's not something I did historically, which was go through the sectionals. When are these runs being scored in the innings? And I think that we see this very clear trend where the time to back overs is not at the start because you're going to use a very good chance you're going to see wickets. The ball often does a lot early on, particularly on certain grounds. The time to get runs, particularly on certain grounds which have small boundaries and where the bowlers are pretty much defenceless in the second half of the innings, this is a gold mine. So we I noted three grounds in the preview last week um, where this was particularly good. Eden Garner's Bangalore and the um Vankido, where Mumbai play. So just to say about um Bangalore, for example, two matches there. Um Mumbai were in trouble there. They were four down, and yet they still got 123 runs off the last 67 balls after the strategic timeout. And then today's match, RCB got 156 off the last 14 today. And, you know, these are good prices. Um, to take the RCB situation, they were well set, but they were only, I backed um, 144 at the 
2.3 at that roughly around that stage so they beat it with some ease uh, and i think that's the way forward work out with each ground what time you're going to what top time the runs are going to be scored and which times the time to be on the bowler and you will make profits doing that trading okay thanks very much hawkins you've got some power play and uh, deaths over stats for us yeah it probably builds a little bit on what paul was just saying there and there'll be some uh, crossover as you as you as you'll see but let's just have a look at the power play and which sides are showing intent uh early days of course uh, sample studies are, are small but we want to hark back to the strategy show of last time and build on that great bet that uh, at trader 12 mentioned on twitter to back the side batting second for the highest score in the power play the first six overs so we're seeing rajasthan way out ahead of everybody else scoring at 71 that's their average followed by csk at 65 and gujarat 59 the worst sides so if you can pair these teams against each other with that strategy, Mumbai 29, Sunrisers 36, and KKR 47. Those are your average power play scores for those teams. They're the worst three. Uh, and run scoring in your last four overs, this builds on what Paul was just saying. Mumbai uh, just behind KKR at the top of the tree, 71 average. Mumbai um, averaging 69, and Gujarat Titans averaging 60. So Gujarat doing well at the front and back end of innings with the bat. Reinforcing what a good team they are. The worst, Delhi Capitals 37, Sunrisers 42. It's not great to see them so far. Uh, early stages, of course, and they worked out their best 11, but worst at the front and back end at the moment. And Punjab, 47 average in the last four overs for run scoring. Okay. Okay. Lovely stuff. Even more strategy stuff for you there. Thanks, Hawkins. Uh, let's get the games on. Best bets, five point challenge still to come. And do, of course, listen out for the treble klaxon. Punjab Kings versus the Gujarat Titans is our first game. It's on Thursday from the Harley. Betfair Exchange prices have Punjab at 2.06. Gujarat at 1.83. Here is our friend Edward Hawkins with a lowdown. Uh, yeah, possible 11s for you. Punjab Singh, Dawan, Short, Jitesh, Karan, Sharukh, Harpreet, Rahul Chahar, Ellis, Rathri, Arshdeep, Raza subbed in potentially uh, for Prabhasin Singh or Rabada. Uh, Rabada hasn't played yet. Gujarat, um, Sahar, Gil, Sudarshan, Manahar, Shankar, Miller, Tawatia, Rashid Khan, Joseph, Shami, Shivam, Mavi, uh, possibly coming into this team now instead of Dial after that absolute disaster over uh, against KKR. I'm sure it was an absolutely fantastic watch, and I was watching um and a great betting story but uh i'm afraid um the guys may well disagree with me but dial that was just pub bowling uh you wouldn't see that in a park um and i'm not going to rule out gujarat because i don't expect dial to play much again uh josh little potentially to be subbed in uh, as an extra bowler the pitch in mahali 170 average in first innings since 2017 batting first 57 percent bias for the team batting first that's pre-tournament punjab 197 in the first game they did defend it your 65 percent bias for the side batting second in your power play gujarat have the edge on power play in terms of runs scored but both conceding average of 8.6 with the ball in your first six Okay, okay. Um, thanks, Hawkins. Potentially no Hardik for Gujarat, Richard Mann. Uh, Rashid, Rashid Khan's captaincy, is that a problem for you? 
Uh, I'm not so much a real bugbear of mine is is when you see these death offers and you've got five or six players running up to the bowlers all, all with a different idea I absolutely hate it he should be left to the captain and the bowler and what more could Rashid do I mean he'd, he'd left his man with 29 hardn't he um, and if he can't defend that as Ed says he could bowl in really I think the biggest issue with Hardik doesn't play is and Gujarat have gone on record as saying they like to play five out and out bowlers and Hardik um, and it's obviously easy to do that with the impact as well, having the impact sub now. When Hardik isn't there, it does leave you down to the bare bones, really, just five bowlers. And that, that was shown up, wasn't it, against KK? Are they missing is their talisman and I'll be desperate for him back. OK, thanks very much. Uh, Paul Krishnamurti, are Gujarat not to be trusted after that collapse against KKR or is that just a one-off player meltdown? Um, well, as I said before, I think that was just a fluke. I don't mean put it down to any other reason. Um, and to be honest, I was quite negative on Gujarat in the preview. I've very much come around from, I think they're a much better side this time around. I think Sysod Harsand improved considerably since last year. Vijay Shankar, whose innings will be forgotten because of what happened to the death. What a different player he looked yesterday. You know, that like a brand new star signing, superb he was. Um, so the batting looks a lot stronger. I think Alzari Joseph is bowling better than he was a year ago, and I think Josh Little's a good pick-up. So, no, they look far more like the the, the uh, full ticket to me now, Gujarat. Whereas Punjab, um, you know, they started okay. Um, Simran Singh's possibly improved, but I don't really like the batting. I think that I'm not sure Tisha Sharma should be coming in as early as he is. And I don't really like Shuruk Khan either. I don't think he's. I think he's a he's a hitter, and he struggles until that final over, really. So you wouldn't want him in for more than ten balls. I just think their batting's too reliant on Shikhar went and really, I, I would have good direct, very clear favourites here. I okay, should say, how do we actually, play? sorry in to England. jump sorry. in. Uh, Livingston actually may come back. Uh, he, he, this game may come too early for him, but. Uh, he may be back in time for Punjab's next game after this one, so they they might pick up a bit after that, uh, Paul. But uh, I, I share your views about their batting for sure. Okay, and how do we play innings runs here, Paul? Well, um, so statistically, using form over the last five years, one seventy or more should be a four to nine chance. It won't be. It will be at least one point seven at start, maybe one point nine. I would also say you don't get extreme scores here. So this is a middling ground. Only one score out of the last 13 here was 200 plus. And in this case, both sides are better with the ball than the batter, I would say. So I would be looking to get a middle around 170, 180 with the running things. And just going back to what we are talking about before, Rich was saying about the ball moving around early on. This is a classic case. Mahali, you can get plenty of action with the ball early on. But once again, as the innings goes on, it gets easy. And that's why you've got an overwhelming number of scores of over 170. Okay. Um, price I found on Betfair Sportsbook, Richard Mann, 8 to 5, both teams for 160 and Punjab to win. What do you make of that? I'm with Paul. I, I'm a Titans man here. I think they're a good side, really efficient side. So, so no, I, I fear for Punjab here. It's Titans all the way for me. Richard Mann, you are zero fun, it turns out. Right. <laughs> Trades, strategies, technical bets, um, please, fellas. Going to you, Richard, first, give you a chance to redeem yourself and then Paul Krishnamurti. 
Can I just say, me and Paul haven't spoken before this show, but we seem to be on the same wavelength the way through. So uh, the, the earlier match at Mahali, Ashley took his two wickets in that single over against KKR on this ground, swung the ball about. And I think him and Sam Curran up front could cause Sahar and Gill, who've been an excellent opening partnership for Titans. I think they could cause them some problems. Um, so I'll be having my uh, next method of dismissal on LBW because I think Curran and Ashley, the left arms, will swing the ball back into the show. And Gill, that is his weakness. More so in red ball quickie, but still here potentially. Um, I'd be short in the power play runs for that very reason. I think they'll lose wickets. Um, anywhere around it, really. I think Titans, for once, I think the opening pair could really struggle here. Okay. Okay. Um, um, Paul Krishnamurti. Well, I think Gujarat are definitely superior, and I'm very confident to back them. Uh, but I think the better way of backing them is the winning margin market. Again, Rich did some brilliant stats on this in the preview, and, and you know we conclude there's a lot of middle results, like winning by four or five wickets, four, five, six wickets. And I think in this case, this is perfect. You can get 11 to 1 on Gujarat winning by four wickets or 31 to 40 runs. Strikes me as a very plausible band on either side of that. And five wickets or 41 to 51 is, is 14 to 1. So I'm going to touch those two. Okay, lovely stuff. Uh, players to follow on top bat and bowler markets with uh, Edward Hawkins. Uh, yeah, Rich has mentioned Gill there, so there's a bit of a risk involved, but he's been boosted to three to one. It's a bet on win rate. Opening rival, Doan is a 30% win rate. And he's boosted to seven to two, so that's value. Uh, Mavi may come in and get the death job. So nine to two, top bowler. Uh, looks big for Gujarat Titans. He's a bet for sportsbook prices, by the way. And we'll mention Arshteep at 11 to four and Curran at 10 to three, top Punjab bowler. Okay, lovely stuff. Who do you like out of that, Richard, man? I'd go for Ashley for Punjab. I think he's just outballed Curran comprehensively so far. Uh, Paul said earlier that Shankar's innings on Sunday uh, will be quickly forgotten. Not for me, man of the match, better. Um, but no, him in the middle order, I think this could be set up well for him. And Raul Tawati here as well, but he's only 12 to 1. So I think in the man of the match market, I'll go for Shankar at 16s. And to Paul Krishnamurti. I like those boosted prices, to be honest. Seven to two, Shikadawa looks massive any, any, in it for any game for Punjab because he's clearly their best batsman. And I think you get a payout out of Shubman Gill at three to one in the long term. And again, old favourite Arshdeep Singh, although the price is a little bit shorter today, 11 to four. We're not getting the luxury seven to two we were getting last year, but still, he's a solid bet for top bowler. Okay, lovely stuff. Thank you very much. Um, next up, we've got Kolkata Knight Riders against Sunrisers Hyderabad. Kolkata Knight Riders meet Sunrisers Hyderabad on Friday at Eden Gardens. Uh, KKR, 1.74 favourites, with Sunrisers expected to settle around 2.27. Hawkins, give us your finest lowdown, please. Uh, yeah, OK. KKR, Venkatesh I should be opening the batting. Uh, we are just talking about it off air, whether he will actually keep his place in the 11. Potential sub for Suresh Sharma. Uh, Gurbaz, Jagadish and Rana, Rinku, Russell, Thakur, Nareen, Umesh, Ferguson and Chakravarti. SRH, Brooke, Agaval, Chapathi, Markram, Klaas and Sundar. Janssen, Markande, Bhuvkumar, Umran and Natarajan. Markande, four wickets versus Punjab. Should have been man of match for my money. Keeping out Adil Rashid. SRH getting closer to their 
best 11. Uh, still work to do. Not sure about Brooke opening the batting. Um, yeah, there you go. Okay, lot to pick through there. Uh, Richard Mann, how have KKR won their last two matches? Yeah, it's been amazing, hasn't it? I, I would point you back to the strategy show, and I talked about them actually in the winning margin market, though. And they did lose a lot of close matches last year, and suggested they weren't as far away as, as maybe the league table would suggest. So, so maybe they just turned a corner and they're a good side. I, I think it might be a false start, to be honest. I'm not 100% convinced by them, and certainly not convinced by betting them odds on anyway. Okay, uh, Paul Krishnamurti, is this a watershed game for Sunrisers? Um, I mean, you know, if they can't beat Kolkata, have we, or, or maybe mostly Hawkins, called them wrong here? No, I think it's far too early to draw those conclusions. This is a, um, they're a new side, really new look squad completely. They don't know their best lineup yet. Um, the first game, they had a real baptism of fire, arguably the two best teams in it, the first two games. And they had to start without their South African contingent, who are critical to it all. So I think some guys can come back. And to be honest with you, looking at those odds, 2.27 seven's insane. I would have this each two, I think. Um, the, to me, as I say, KKR really have, they've won the last two matches on the back of three players performing well. Rinku seeing Shardle the score and yesterday's craziness. Um, but I don't... Um, I don't rate KKR with a bat at all. Uh, I don't think they're going to struggle. And this Sunrise side, if they get their lineup right, are still potentially top class. There's no doubt about that for me. Okay. Um, do Sunrisers know their best 11 for this game, uh, Richard? That's the question. No, I think that's a massive concern. I mean, they've, they've obviously bought big at the auction and. So far, it hasn't really worked for Harry Brook against Spin, actually, a little bit. Probably first time we've had a worry about him um, so far in what's been a, an exciting young career. He's gone to open, as Ed said. I'm not sure that really works. But I think Markham and Klassen in the middle order, too. I mean, Markham's in the form of his life and Klassen as well. And Janssen coming back in. He's probably too early to be writing them off. Um, and I agree with Paul about the odds. Okay, okay. Uh, quick one then. How are we betting on match odds, Paul, uh, and then Richard? Yeah, I would say even to the pair. Um, I, and, and I'm really inclined to back Sunrisers at 2.27, especially when they've got Jansen in, who gives them a lot better balance than they had early on. Yeah, okay. I agree. Completely agree. Okay, lovely. Uh, trade strategies, fellas. Paul, you can include innings runs here if you so desire. Well, once again, um, the stats tell you that we've got to be backing 170 or more first in his runs heavily. The, 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 the stats say that should be a 1.33 chance, um, and it will actually be, um, I would have thought, more like 1.7, 1.8, so that's a bet. 200 or more should be 3.5 on the stats. I think it will be six, seven even. So there's your bet. Go go with the overs and I think you'll get value odds. Would you even say that with doubts about these two batting lineups? Would would you just stick to your method here? I think you've got to stick to your method because, I mean, look, we've got doubts about KKR's betting on it, but they have just hit 200 twice despite that. And I, and I also think, I'm, I'm far more keen on Sunrise as getting that big total here because somewhere Harry Brooks going to take off and I really like Mark from and Klass and, and Abdul Samad as your finishers. They could do anything. Small boundaries at Eden Gardens. If some riders have got wickets in hand here, second half innings, they could go very big. 
Yeah, fair enough. Paul has spoken. <laughs> okay, um, Hawkins, over to you for players to follow and the related markets. Uh, yes, thanks. So KKR top batsman uh, Andre Russell wins thirty percent of the time last two years, and he's seven to one with Betfair Sportsbook for top KKR bats. So that is a classic technical bet on win rates. Totally wrong price. Here's a wrong price in terms of uh, just being completely underrated. It's Tim Southey at hundred to one with Betfair Sportsbook. Paul all like that. Uh, Brook has been boosted to threes. With Sportsbook, but Markram 11 to 2, Class and 15 to 2 for top sunrises are the ones which stand out. Okay. Um, anything else here, fellas? Uh, Richard Mann, oh, yeah, you, you've got to be betting Adrian Markham at 11 to 2. That's that's just way out. You know he's going to bat number four. We, we said that at the, in the preview show. Class act in the form of his life in all formats. He, that's just a wild fight, particularly with a few doubts about Harry Brook, the, the other uh, overseas batsman. And I think Venkateshire is 9-2 to two for the top KKR batsman. He's just copped at the weekend. He's KKR's only batsman to have passed 100 runs for the season. He's a class act. I don't know why they're using him as an impact sub. Um, he should be starting every single game. But in an inconsistent batting lineup, should we say, he's, he's a standout for me. I think 11-2 Markham and 9-2 IR. They just look massive prices and one for a cheeky double, I think, as well. Okay, Paul Krishnamurti, who are you on? Yeah, I completely agree with that. Um, Venkatesh Ayas, particularly 9-2, surely he keeps his place after what he did against Gujarat. There's just no way he's 9-2, either opening or batting number three. That's wrong. Um, and I was split with... Uh, between, for some writer between Mark from 11 to 2 and Klassen at 15 to 2 so Rich has gone for Mark from I'll go for Heinrich Klassen but they're two quality bets at those prices Okay Paul Krishnamurti staying with you like a game of pass the parcel I'm going to press this it's the treble claxon Okay so we have a uh, this pays 98 to 1 roughly uh, we haven't got us for the last game yet this would be Shubman Gill, be top Gujarat batsman. Venkatesh Ayer, top KKR batsman. Three to one, first one, nine to two, the second one. And then we're hoping for around seven to two, Enric Nokia to be top Delhi bowler v RCB. Okay. Thank you very much, Paul Krishnamurti. One more game to come. And then it's best bets and a new challenger on the five point challenge. Our final game is Saturday when Royal Challengers Bangalore take on Delhi Capitals live from Bangalore. That's an 11am start. Uh, we're expecting RCB to be settling around that 1.80 mark on the bet for exchange. Um, here's Edward Hawkins getting a low down. Yeah, Bangladesh. Bangladesh? Bangalore. Uh, not much difference between Bangladesh and Bangalore. Bangalore line up like this. Kohli, Faf, Maxwell, Karthik, Lumrosh, Shabazz. We think Hasaranga's going to come into this team now, meaning Willie or Parnell will miss out. Probably Parnell because he was a bit wayward at the death in that tight game. Harshal, Siraj and Sharma. Delhi Capitals, they're playing Mumbai as this pod goes into production. So just to beware. So Shaw, Warner, Pandey, Rousseau, Yadav, Axar, Rovman, Perel, Kaldeep, Nokia and Mukesh. Uh, Shaw has been uh, subbed for Khalil Ahmed, left armour. The pitch, well, it's a road. If that RCB look now game is anything to go on. The toss bias is now approaching 65%. For the chaser, RCB failed to defend 212 against look now. One of the golden rules in betting 
is avoid RCB when they are odds on. Okay, uh, lots picked through again. Paul Krishnamurti, can I come to you on the Bengaluru pitch, please? Um, convinced it's a flat one because it's been tricky to call the last few years. Yeah, I am convinced. I mean, it's all about whether the ball's coming on. When it's been tricky in recent years, it's because it's been very, very slow. We've seen a couple of matches there, and it's the old Bangalore pitch. Ball's coming on. 200 is par, maybe under par. Um, as we saw that today, 212 wasn't enough. I think that 240, 250 is totally within in, in range on this track. We saw it in the past. Um, we've got the 262 Bangalore got here years ago when no one was hitting scores like that. Nowadays, they hit 220s regularly. So I think we need to stick with that one, really. And um, just to repeat what I said earlier about the in-play tactics here, it's, the, it's once that strategic timeout has happened, teams can go crazy there. I'll just repeat the numbers, 123 from 67 in the first game from a team four down, and then 156 from the last 14 today. Wow. Okay. Wow. Uh, Richard Mann, are Royal Challengers Bangalore enough of a mess to slip up against Delhi? That's the question. You know, no, I don't, I don't think they are. I think Delhi are poor, and, and actually, and I agree with that, I, I won't be lumping on that RCB odds on, but I, I think they'll look okay, actually. The two big concerns at the start of the tournament were Curly strike rate and was is Faf the player that he was, and I think we've seen so far that, that Curly is back and Faf is back, Maxwell's flying, so I think RCB is batting, he's going to be okay. Um, I'm not saying they're going to win the thing, um, but I think they'll be too strong for Delhi, who look really poor for my money. Okay, I have to apologise. I called them Delhi Daredevils earlier. A bit of IPL nostalgia there. The good old days. <laughs> Delhi Capitals, exactly. Um, Paul Krishnamurti, surely taking on Royal Challengers Bangalore with a toss bias here. Or do you wait until Delhi's price has gone up even further at the break? Yeah, I do think that playing pre-match or playing early makes very little sense. I think waiting for the strategic timeout, because we know what happens after that, is a is one thing. And the other thing is at halfway, because any team that hits 200 plus, they're going to be short odds on, even though, you know, as I said, the stats do seem to suggest that 200 is not a particularly good score here. Um, regarding the two teams, though, I mean, I'm not as down on Delhi. There. I, I I think that they've started badly. They've been hit by Richard Pant's loss, but there's enough quality for them to turn it around. And I would probably prefer Delhi over over 20 games. I think I'd prefer Delhi over RCB, so maybe they are a bit of value. Okay. Um, I feel we might have covered strategies, etc. already, but any more for any more? Or before we go to players to follow, Paul and Richard? Just to build very quickly on that previous point about the late scoring, the issue there is that a ground like Bangalore does offer a good chance for a big hitter in the middle order to make up ground very quickly and win top back. Yeah, and I just sort of I'm adding to Paul here, but I think I think RCB can take early wickets here. Willie's done it already. Siraj has been doing it for the last year or so for India. And I think Warner and Shaw in Delhi's top order are vulnerable. So I, I think RCB will get early wickets here. Use that for your runs lines or maybe maybe back over 1.5 wickets in the Delhi power play. But I do think RCB can get some early early wickets. Okay, Paul Christian, sorry, not Paul Christian, mercy, Edward Hawkins for the player markets, please. Uh, yeah, I was quite keen on getting uh, the view on Warner shorting him for runs, but then I'd look at his record against the expected RC bowlers, 
RCB bowlers that he's going up against. And he's got 194 runs off 112 balls against this lot. He's averaging 64. So it's probably a, a swerve on Warner. However, Shaw is a struggle and he could be the man to short with Richard's plan in play. So 44 runs off 33 balls, but he's been out four times. He's averaging 11 against those RCB bowlers that we've listed above. Done the same for... Uh, Bangalore's players against the expected Delhi lineup. Kohli averaging 32, Faf averaging 29, Maxwell averaging, averaging 37. The man to follow may be Kartik, who's averaging 45, and he's got some uh, work to do, having cost them that potential last run against Look now, but uh, he may be keen to put things right. Finally, Manish Pandey is a bet on win rate. He's got a win rate of 25%. He's not uh, going to be doing anything spectacular, he'll be too slow. And he may well cost his team, but he may not cost us. Okay. Food for thought, Hawkins. Thank you very much. Uh, Richard and Paul, to finish this, please, before we go to the five-point challenge. Yeah, I've got sort of a few here, actually. I think Delhi's middle order is crying out to be better here. I think Axar Patel and Rotherman Powell Dutch will, will do for me. And I'm going to back Dinesh Kartik in the man of the match market as well. Um, in the strategy chart, I ran through some some... Some theories really about the, the middle order doing well. It hasn't really played out so far in this tournament, but Dinesh Kati uh, copped twice last year, considering RCB didn't win that many games. It was pretty good going, and I just wonder if this is the time to chance him. Um, I think they'll win this match, so I'm going to have a few quid on him. Yeah, I absolutely go along with that. I think Dinesh Kati, it could be exactly that late-order hitter to do it here, and Rotherham Powell as well um, for Delhi. The one other player I'd Get in there. There's no odds out yet, so keep an eye. Shabazz Ahmed sometimes goes off in the 40-50 to 1 range, and he could definitely finish. And in the last game, he came in at 5, so just keep an eye out, see what odds he is. Wonderful stuff. Thanks, fellas. Three games covered. Value galore discussed. Uh, which of those make it to the best bet? Well, you're just going to have to stay tuned to find out. We start off with the five-point challenge each week, a punter takes on the team. If they win, they stay on and come back next week. What a prize that is. Hawkins, um, lead us. Yes. If you want to do the five-point challenge, get in touch at Cricket Betting. Uh, if you also want to moan at us for sometimes when we get things wrong, do so at Cric Cricket Betting. But do be aware I'm going to come straight back on at you to take this five-point challenge. Amazing how many people go quiet when that question is posed. But Al Nel at Nelberg Cricket is a brave man and is a great follow on Twitter. And he's up for the challenge this week. 2.25 points on Shikhar Dawan, top Punjab bat. He's got 1.25 points on Gill, top Titans bat in that game. And there's a couple of outright bets here. 0.5 points. Arshdeep, we've discussed him earlier, top tournament bowler and also a half a point on Alzari top tournament bowler each way in the 50s region our sheep's around about 18s on Betfair Sportsbook over to the guys they've also got five points to spend uh, let's hear from Paul Krishnamurti why not first off this week okay I'll start off with 1.5 points Venkatesh Iyer to be top KKR batsman be summarises at 92 and in the same game, I'm going to go 1.5 points. Aidan Markham, a top Sunrisers batsman against KKR, 11 to 2. Um, same game, 
I'll have one point if they bat first, Sunrisers to get 200 or more runs. In the RCB versus Delhi Capital game, I'm going to split sticks, half a unit each, Axar Patel and Rothman Powell in the top Delhi Capital batsman market. And then still in the KKR Sunrisers match, I'll have one point on Heinrich Klassen, top Sunrisers batsman of 15 to 2. Yeah, and staying with RCB Delhi Capitals, half a unit on Dinesh Carter in the man of the match market. Okay, I've got 1.5 points less, so I'll split it between two bets on the victory margin, Gujarat over Punjab. So this is 0.7 points, five, 0.75 points on Gujarat to win by four wickets or 31 to 40 runs and five wickets or 51 to 60, 41 to 50 runs, sorry. Yeah, so I've got two units left, so I'm going to have 1.5 units on Ashdeep Singh, top Punjab bowler. And then I'm going to have, in the Titans Punjab match again, I'm going to have half a unit on uh, Vijay Shanaka at 16s in the man of the match market. Thank you very much, guys. Great five points, challenges and tips all over the shop there. Don't forget to follow betting.betfair for every single IPL game covered there. And we'll see you next time on Cricket Only Better.